This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. As ever, as I say, everybody, if you want to change the dialogue on this thing, just hit the request button or put the put the request in there. Guys, I'm so sorry for keeping you all waiting. I'm going to come to Rich, who didn't think he was going to get to the game. Then I'm going to come to Mal. Then I'm coming to Charlie. Then I'm going to come to you, Gary. Guys, do bear with me, and I'm sorry for keeping you waiting. Rich, you made it to the game. There we go. There yeah, you... I made it. I made it. I Against my better judgment, I made it. And I, I did say, though, if I didn't go, that... They'd probably score for you, and I, I went anyway, and they still did. It's all good, all good. A lot, lot better, wasn't it? A lot better. A little bit, little bit more direct and, and, and crossing from the side, I think it was. Not just good. that. We had, not just that. We had a goalkeeper that moved the ball quickly as well, didn't he? And he can pass the ball. And he moved, he got the game going a couple of times, quite noticeable. And no, impressive. And yeah, go a bit direct. We've, got, we've all said it before. Rayovic plays in, comes alive in the box, as the the old saying goes. And if you get to the byline and cross the ball, it's not rocket science, is it? If you're there, you put the ball in the back of the net. And like you said, I do tend to agree and feel a little bit sorry for Bayo because whenever he plays, I think they seem to think Bayo's better necessarily with his back to goal and they try and use him to break off of when really Bayo in the penalty box, if he got if he got crosses like that, I'll probably put him away as well. But no criticism, Rarovic. You've got to be there to put him in, and he was, and fair play. Again, he didn't do a lot outside the box, did he? But he did it in the box, so there you go. I'm going to use the word masterclass here. Ooh. We had two, two examples of it. We one don't bad. do that often. Crikey, go we on don't. then. We don't. We had one good one and one bad one. Let, let's get the negative out of the way as for a masterclass in how not to defend by Ryan Porteous. Oh, my God. Honestly, what is going on with that lad? I don't know what the water's like in Scotland because they love him up there. But he just fills me with dread. He doesn't challenge for the ball correctly. He gave away the one chance that they had with a free kick that was just ridiculous. And the guy, thankfully, Hamer punched it away. 
I saw right in front of me. He's literally go no no interest in winning the ball, just pull, pulling the the bloke down. He gets booked and he looks astonished. My God, I hope Sierra Alto isn't injured too long because that was dreadful from Porteous. But that's a negative. I'm going to get out of the way. Let's get on the positives. Go on, him. Jake Jake Livermore, magnificent. Mm. My goodness me, the guy run the show. He did everything, and God, thank thankfully we found somebody. I just wish he was younger, as as Greg said. Superb, superb performance. I was gutted to see him go off. I couldn't quite understand why he did go off, with being as we didn't have another game for a couple of weeks. And you could say that it's fresh legs and all that. But again, I was a bit, I don't really understand that substitution, but I ain't going to criticise the manager for that. He did it. The one one thing that does puzzle me a little bit is, why ain't he the captain? I just don't understand it. I know I noticed Hoyt got the captaincy today and he did all right. If I'm Val, I'm looking, that's my man. That's my chief lieutenant. That's my person who's the quarterback who's running my team. And um, I thought he was absolutely excellent and uh, fair play to him. And uh, no, it was a good performance. Okay. I, I asked, is there three teams worse than Watford, as we all do? I've seen two, I think. QPR might get a little bit better. Rotherham were dreadful. I'm not quite yeah. sure how they got I'm not sure how they got a, a Desmond out of the Ipswich game in the week. No, it's been quite incredible, really. I know Ipswich concede a lot of goals, but they do have a habit of scoring a lot as well. It's a, a baffling how they got a 2-2 out of Ipswich, but fair play. <laughs> but they were dreadful. But you can only beat what's in front of you. And we played some nice stuff. Much more direct. It was getting to the byline. Ken was excellent again. And and I agree with you. When Ken goes back to left back and Martin's come on, it, it keeps the strength there. The the goal, I I because I, I'm away tonight, I did have to get away early, which I don't like doing. But I managed to see um, the fourth goal. I've missed the fifth one. I haven't seen Martin's yet. I'll catch up with that. But uh, it was an interesting as well when when Andrews gets down the flank, he mm. puts the ball across. To, he puts the call the ball across to Ince, and never for one second did I think Ince would miss. And that is that little bit of quality that we've got. And he puts the ball away, lovely four nil. I'm up the steps and out the ground to get away, sadly. But and I've missed the other one. I'm glad Martin's got his goal. And I do agree, Jamel Lewis, ugh, a bit hit and miss, but all right, okay. I don't know why he doesn't cross the ball when he gets the opportunities. He's a strange one, and Ken's such a great player at the minute. He, he's he's one of the first names on the sheet. But no, good afternoon. You can't argue with that. I think Val needed that result today. He needed to show that he could change a little bit. Come the games coming up aren't looking too clever, and they could be very tricky times ahead. And uh, we've got a January without a home game, certainly in the league. So you can only accept. Six games on the bounce. We haven't lost. We'll accept that. Such a shame about last week again. Imagine if we'd have just played half of what we did today last week. Huddersfield don't lose. I noticed Hull scored in injury time up there today. And and that's what you've got to do at places like Huddersfield. And that really should have been a six-point week. It was a four-point week. But uh, we accept that onwards and upwards. And let's hope they keep the players fit and we get the Sierra Alters back. And, and Jake Livermore is wrapped up in cotton wool and um, given a couple of weeks off to recharge. And let's see what the bigger teams that are coming now can do and whether we can step up. But good day. Good day. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think I presume that Livermore, he just took off because it was at 3-0. It was done. They're not going to come yeah. back. And it's an opportunity to just basically say, you know, a tip of the hat. To, he has played a lot of football since yeah. the last international break. He took a long time to come in and a lot of us were looking at going, he, he surely can't trust him. I'm presuming he needed to get him to a certain level of fitness so that he, he could play and he steadily got better and better and he's fitting into the role. What did you think about KMB and Kone both being in the midfield? It, it felt to me like, and again, 
caveat is it's Rotherham. It, it's Rotherham and where they are in the table at the moment. But it, it felt like we had work rate rather than yep. last week against Huddersfield. Everything felt like it was in slow motion. Yeah, I, I'm, I've always been a fan of KMB, to be honest. I've never really not liked him, even in the, the rough seasons have just gone. I could see something in him, and I think he'll always give you a game. Yeah, sometimes, and, and as Greg calls him, left foot Lenny, and I see that. And <laughs> yeah, he, some, he, he sometimes can go around and around in circles, but he puts the effort in. As for the very in-and-out player, when he's going for it, he looks special. Mm. And then he just he, – but he's a young lad, and I was saying this today in the ground, funny enough that you should say that, because – there were times when he would, it, it's almost when the game's quick, he comes alive when he, he's got quick feet. And if the game goes slow, he struggles a little bit. And, but he is still very young, but I agree there's legs in there. And you ask, as I said this about Nkaki, I thought she was injured today, but what you ask players to do is go out on that pitch, earn the shirt and keep it. And there's not one of those players that you just mentioned that can look at the, that, that the coach can look at and say you didn't earn that shirt today. And if your Imran loser sitting on the bench, you're thinking if you care, and when there's and obviously there's a big debate about that. Mm-hmm. But if he does care of the football cup, he's looking and thinking, crikey, where do I get back in this team? So it's up to him now. Can he step up in training and prove to the manager he deserves a slot? Because at the moment, Kone, and that's why I was so disappointed last week with his little bit of indiscretion that he got dropped from the team because yeah. we missed him at Huddersfield. And sometimes you have to ask yourself was that a great decision by the manager but I understand if not we've got to get on with it but no they've done well and we've got legs in the midfield and with the quarterback in Livermore looking off looking them as well there's plenty to be optimistic about but the caveat this was Rotherham today let's see us do it against the Leicesters the Southamptons the, the Ipswiches the Norwiches at home and then we might think we've got something and that'll take us into January where if Gino hasn't uh, spent his dollars yet, he might have a few left to spend on a few few players to help strengthen us for the second half of the season. Yeah, let's see, let's see, let's see. Last question, sir, before before we we pop across and Charlie, Mal, Gary, Danny coming to you in due course there. Obviously, we had, it was Armistice Day today. It's Remembrance Sunday mm. tomorrow. Obviously, very poignant for, for everybody. And uh, a, a lot of people um, will obviously have memories of relatives who are no longer with us who have served and others who have not today it was it, it felt like there was an added level of poignancy to marking the occasion obviously luther highly involved there getting everything done at the start and then the parade at half time how did you see that because i appreciate that you have a, a view on those yeah I, I thought it was excellently done i must admit the lady doing a bible with me that was spine tingling and in it's rare you know what it's like with the microphones in a football ground. Not often it works. That lady nailed it and her voice came across perfectly with the music, certainly from where I was sitting. I hope it was for the rest of the ground as yeah. well. I thought that was hairs on the arm moment rising. I, I really, that was superb. And yeah, and the rest that was the, the minute silence, everything impeccable from both sets of supporters. Yeah, you, first class, you can't argue with anything we saw today. I really do miss what's happened with the supporters groups and the displays and things like that. I hope that can come back. That was that thing we did many years ago was to this day still special. And, and it's a great shame that there was nothing from the supporters to show um, that. I thought that's, that was a slight sad point. And I hope the supporters groups and that can get back in and all few pennies out of us, then I'll help with that. But to get the displays back on these types of occasions, but, to me, full credit to that lady who sung a bye with me. That really was spine tingling. And they, and they 
they did it excellently and full credit to the club for that. Yeah, absolutely. No credit to everybody for, for being involved. On the point of the, obviously, the 1881 and the foil displays, many clubs don't have that high watermark to compare it to. We do, and credit to you for it. So let's see where things are next year and throughout the year and celebrating any number of different things and commemorating. Obviously, this is a a very kind of important, but it had, as I say, that level of poignancy today, which I thought was great. So you get off with Mrs. WFC2 for the the weekend (laughs) and and have a good drink. Yeah, the drink will go down a lot nicer tonight. Have a good evening, guys. I, I bet it will do. I bet it will do. Crack, <laughs> crack open the 5 nil. I think. I believe it's an especially excellent vintage. Rich, sir, thank <laughs> you very much indeed. Oh, Charlie, sir, how are you doing? If you un- unmute... Good evening. Uh, yeah, I, I keep forgetting. I don't need to tell you. You know all about this. There you go. God, hello, mate. How are you doing anyway? Yeah, we all needed that, didn't we, today? Very enjoyable. Okay. It was Rotherham. A lot of what I wanted to say has already been said, uh, which is, you know, no problem. That's fine. Um, it's a rise, mate. No, well, what I was going to do, if you'll bear with me, first of all, the remembrance service, I agree with Rich, it was touching today. Mm-hmm. I knew, not that well, but I did know Captain Tom Sawyer that sadly got killed. <sighs> I did a, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was, he was kind of a friend when we used to go out years ago and he would be there and I spoke to him several times and, his only ambition in life was to get in the army, bless yeah. him. And as as you may know, Peter, then he was just army, army, army. I want to serve. I want to serve in the military. And it was heartbreaking what happened to him, as it is with any British soldier. But, but when you know of someone that has served and lost their life just doing their job for their queen and country, as it was at the time, yep. days like today do really make you think what a selfish bastard I am at times. So I think it's a day where we all reflect. And I was, as I said, I was going to talk about the match today. I, I just wanted to say fair play to you for opening up a little bit about your own personal life with what you were saying a minute ago. And I want to talk about Nigel Callahan and his, his poor mummy's got dementia because yep. it's a, a subject that's very close to my heart because my dad at the age of 57 was diagnosed with dementia. And to say that it was devastating is an understatement. And he sadly lost his battle with it when he was 69. He went from a successful tradesman at his own little business to basically someone that couldn't even get out of bed in the end. It was a very cruel, wicked illness and it's just as tough, if not tougher in the end for the family that are around people that are suffering because it's awful. And dementia is an illness that unfortunately is going to touch all of us in one way or another. It's on the rise and all I wanted to say to people really is just reach out to Callie and reach out to anybody else that you know who have either got dementia or uh, people that are looking after maybe a loved one with dementia because it's awful. And Callie's one of our own, as you say, he's one of the best players we've ever had. Yes, absolutely. I don't think, I don't want to speak for him, I might be wrong, but I think he is doing a lot of it on his own. He is. And like I say, I don't want to put a down on today because it's been a fantastic day for football. But if you can, if we can all reach out to him, I appreciate not everyone's going to be in a position where they can maybe help him financially. But for me, when my dad was ill, just the odd message, just the odd phone call, just the odd text, the odd knock at the door, the odd person going to see my dad and have a cup of tea, it made such a difference. So whatever people can do, and we are a wonderful bunch of people. I know we all argue from time to time, but on the whole... I think Watford fans are among the best in the country. I think when times are tough for players or other supporters, 
we do all come together. It's not often I'm serious, so you can tell, I can tell, <laughs> you can tell how much it means to me, this, this subject. But And also, just to say, look, some of you may like me, some of you don't. Okay, that's life. But if there's anybody on here who wants to reach out to me privately, I'm not saying I'm an expert on it, but I've been there, done it, got the T-shirt. If there's anything I can do to point in the right direction, feel free to get in touch. And yeah, that's all I really wanted to say, Peter. And I know it's gone off the subject of the football, but one thing I will say about the game today is, and I know he didn't do much, I thought Ben Hamer, I felt there was a bit more of a calmness about the squad with him in goal. Now, again, it's Rotherham, but he distributed the ball a lot better. There was one moment where he played a quick ball straight down the down the middle in the second half, which really puts in a good attacking position. And there was a few of us around that said, would Batman have done that? And I don't think he would have done. Obviously, we can't say for definite. But and on, on a lighter note, I've now worked out a good way of pronouncing Georgie's name, who we all call Dave. Oh, this is so, good, because let's be honest, there are 101 different variants on it. Go well, on, talk us I, through it. I said it to my son and I got a bit of a chuckle around me. So it must basically I call him now Georgie Shagged in the Taxi. And that's pretty close. We're on hundred and two, so everybody. I think I think that's pretty I think that's pretty close. It's one of them that you could get away with it and just say I've had a few beers. No, I didn't mean to say that. If you say it quick enough and really just blag through it, I reckon yeah, you can get away with it. Yeah, that. I like and like I said, I'd like I'd like to end on a lighter note because I don't want to depress everyone too much tonight. Because as I say, it was a fantastic performance. But let's get behind Cali, let's get behind other people that are going through some shit. And let's uh, look after one another where we can. That's all I really wanted to say tonight, mate. Charlie, tremendous stuff. Absolutely agree. The Cali, it's on a GoFundMe. We will put a link up again. We'll just keep it rolling. It is at the moment on £2,149 after about, it's been about 48 hours, something like that. It's now got a target of 7000 because the the figure that he's having to do this. And basically, he does not have this cash. And I believe the insurance are being problematic about it shall we say basically i've seen some pictures of it's a room and there ain't no roof in it and so he's having a a nightmare on top of everything that charlie has so eloquently put across there in terms of that and i'm sure that if i could just say is sorry peter if i just say let's also remember that footballers in the 80s didn't earn a lot of money they 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 earn a bit more than the average working man but Cali's not he's not a, he's not a Ronaldo he's not sitting on hundreds of thousands of pounds like most footballers back then they earned a good a reasonable wage for the day but it wasn't life changing money but yeah that's just something i think we need to also bear in mind that that era they didn't earn a fortune quite right so quite right so the organizer of that is a gentleman called gary harris who does a youtube tan- channel called uh, proper football which cali goes on he knows him and he's organized this i've reached out to him to see if there's something else that we can do to try to kind of aid with that obviously luther and the former players club when we saw it justin pinged out to luther and just said you probably you know this is something probably for you and he came back and said yeah naturally we're already on it we're talking to people we're doing this we're doing that so lots of stuff is going on but uh, Obviously, what we want to try to do is hopefully just do a, something that hopefully can people can get involved in. And if you've got any ideas and stuff, just let us know. So we'll move it forward. Charlie, sir, go and have a good weekend. You've got a 5-0 to celebrate. So uh, so make sure you do Thank it you. properly. All right, All fella. the best. Take Cheers, care now. Take Cheers, care. There goes Charlie. Let's get across to Mal. Now, Mal is going to be with Steve. Let me add Mal in. Then we're going to come to Gary. Then we're coming to Danny. And then we've got, crikey, we've probably got so many five-word reviews. Now, Mal, you are travelling back north with Steve. Happier, I had imagine. Imagine after a 5 niller. Yeah, better journey home, Peter. Thank you. And <laughs> yes. You've just got, 
I've just got through Mordor without any problems. Oh, Mordor, yes. It's dangerous there. Was the, it, I, they, they'd lost, so I imagine the eye of Sauron was probably dim, which is quite nice. But there you go. Uh, you and Steve, what did you make of what did you make of events today? Yeah, really pleased uh, that they all put uh, the sleeves up. They got stuck in and got the rewards that they deserved today. Nice, nice, good stuff. It was great to see you and Steve before the game. If yeah, people, if, if people don't remember the other week when we had when we had Chris over from Chris and uh, Nick over from the US, Steve was was playing host to uh, to three. What's the word I'm looking for? Drunken reprobates from Netherlands, <laughs> and and did a fine job of it as well, which was excellent as ever. It's great to see so many people down down at the bunker. Jimbo, lovely to see you earlier on today, sir, and thank you very much for all of your support. Here we got a gentleman who, who gets across over regularly from Dublin. That's no small. That's no small schlep. Uh, as well, like yourselves, gets out there to to support the team. Felt like they gave. It felt like they paid a little bit back after the Huddersfield performance there today. Who was your man of the match, Mel? I thought Livermore uh, and obviously Ken. Ken is one of them players. I think he gives hundred and fifty percent every game, and he's, you know can't place him enough. Really. Yeah. No, he was. Uh, he was ever he's ever so easy to lose Ken and there's something slightly old school about him and I think he looks less enamoured when he moves over to the right I don't know I, I, I don't know if it's doesn't quite have the touch to go inside and he's going into bodies in the same way that Aspria can get away with and Tom Ince can sometimes get away with kind of drifting in and, and doing something but he's got that He's got that pace and that power to to really do somebody on the outside and then pull it back again. It's really something to see. I'm, I'm delighted that, that that Ken is having a uh, another decent season in the championship. He feels like one of those players who is always going to struggle to make the jump back up to the Premiership, but in the in the in the championship, I think he's a, I think he's a hell of an asset to have. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent with you on that one. Wonderful stuff. So, what time? Here we are. It's currently twenty to seven. What time do you and Steve reckon that you'll be getting back in at? It's at nine o'clock. There you go, people. All of you guys, all, all you guys up and down the country, making the journeys to to home games. As long as they are almost like they are away games. Credit to you. Sorry, Malcolm, mate. Yeah, just one thing. We've had a uh, chat about it. Steve, and we've decided that we are going to try and kidnap Mike from Saturday's games from now on because we've won again without him being here. <laughs> Excellent. This is the kind of this is the kind of superstition that we need to work towards. So that if you did something today, if you did your right shoelace up before your left, or you put your sock on after your pants, or whatever it was, repeat it again after the international break. These are the kind of things we need to make sure we do properly. So Mike's basically you're just gonna what we're gonna just keep him in a hidden cell somewhere. He's fucking banned. He's just fucking banned completely. <laughs> for fucking ever. And a big hello to Steve by any chance there. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Eight, 18 months he's been coming with us and he's never seen us win. He's, and every time we go on our own, we win. He, there you go. So he's banned. Mike Dixon, if you listen, enjoy Chester at home or whatever, mate. Oh dear, oh dear. Poor old Mike. He seems to be he seems to be getting the full Jonah spectrum. What guys, what did you think of the of the commemorations for Armistice Day? Brilliant today. 
Oh, it's absolutely made up. I don't know if you, you saw my shirt, but I, yep. I spent eight years in the army. And do you know what? Today's a special day, but I lost my younger brother. He, he didn't die in the forces, but he left their forces and it, it, things didn't work out for him. So today for me was a special day. And I thought, Watford did an absolutely fantastic job, as does every football club up and down the country. I thought Huddersfield last week, again, was absolutely impeccable. And I know people that I serve with are, are, are hugely respectful of the of the way that not only Watford, but I, I think sport in general conducts itself on the, an armistice day. Un- unbelievable. Good stuff. Good stuff. Look, gents, have a safe journey home. Obviously, work out how you're going to break it to Mike that he's no longer attending Watford games on the basis of reckless endangerment to results and performances and break it to him nicely. That's all I can ask, really, isn't it? It won't be gently. <laughs> oh, there we go. It's nice. It, th- th- those are words to put to put fear into it. Don't worry. This will be gently. Oh, dear, 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 dear. There go Mal and Steve. Cheers, guys. Safe journey back. Safe journey back. Hi, I'm Jamie Carragher, and you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, let's get to Gary. Sir, how you doing? Yeah, not too bad, Peter. Good evening, everybody. Oh, good evening. How's things for you? Yeah, not too bad. I've been drinking since midday, so this could be a lot of waffle. Well done. Well done. Um, One of life's I, better choices. Well done. Carry yes. on. I, I just want to, I didn't go today. I just want to pick up on a conversation that you and Ron were having oh, okay. about the sort of diversity of the club. And I've seen he's dropped out, which is a bit disappointing because I okay. wanted to, to listen to what I had to say. It's about the tweets that the club put out. Now, I very much agree with what he said about, as Watford fans, we don't care who we're sat next to. And we don't. I never saw any racism in the years I've been going to football, any homophobia or anything like that. But I think what Ron's got to understand is there's people of different colour, different religion, different sexuality that are not comfortable coming to football. Now, I can only base my experience is off is I'm in a mixed race marriage. I'm white, male. Some people say I look like your typical Millwall fan, bald, <laughs> slightly overweight, <laughs> always dresses in black. That's no, that that that's what's typically known as a good look, and you know why I'm saying that. Carry on. Yeah, my wife, she's black. Now we live in West London. There isn't a bar, a pub, a club, a restaurant that we can't go in that she feels comfortable to walk into. Now we've been to other areas of the country. I've got family all over the place. We've been to pubs. Or she's looked in the pub and gone, I don't want to go in there. I don't feel comfortable. don't want to go in there. don't feel comfortable. And that's fine. It's not a problem. She doesn't feel comfortable. Now, my point is, as you said with the women of Watford, that's got single women going to football with their kids. 
And let's be honest, the kids are the future of our club. Mm-hmm. Not us, 50-year-olds. The kids are the futures of our club. Now, if the club put out a tweet, and I'll use it for an example, I don't know whether they've got one, they put out, oh, we've got a Muslim supporters club. We welcome Muslims into the club. If that gets one person stepping into Vicarage Road for the first time to watch a game of football and they feel comfortable being in that ground, surely that's a positive. I can guarantee there's people in and around Watford Football Club that want to go to football, they want to go and watch a game, but they do not feel comfortable walking into the ground because of the colour of their skin, their sexuality, their religion. So surely putting out these tweets, welcoming people to the club, this is a safe environment that you can come and watch football in. Surely it's a positive thing. Football is very much, and it has been for years, very much a white, working-class, male environment. Mm -hmm. So surely these tweets that they're putting out, whether it's for the LGBTQ plus community, the transgender community, the Muslim community, the South Asian community, if it gets people bums on the seats in that ground for the first time, surely that's a positive thing because that one person is going to tell their mate or their friend or at the school gate, it's a good environment, it's an okay environment for you to go and watch football. Surely that's a positive thing. Surely it's a positive thing, these tweets that they put out. I get what Ronnie's saying. We don't care. I don't care who I sit next to at a football match. I will talk to anybody. I don't care who they are. But what he's got to look, what Ron, I think, has to look at is not so much how we feel, it's how somebody else feels. Beautiful. Yeah, no, absolutely. And as I said, as when we were talking about that, and by the way, I don't think women of Watford's only, only positive is single mothers. There will be no end of things. But suddenly... I looked at that through a different lens and one that I could relate to and realise and appreciate and was like, why was I taking offence on that hand and not and not having a look at it on this? There, there are people who will want to go and be involved with a women's group for any number of reasons. <laughs> and if they want to do it, they're not harming anybody at all. There, come, there comes a time, I think, probably with every single generation whereby and, and I'm fairly sure this is every generation, but I'm, I'm more than happy to, to, to be to be corrected, where as the youngsters, you grow up and you look at the older generation and you look at the world and you look at life and you think, what a number of foul-ups or missed opportunities the previous generation made of things. And then you get to a certain age and you start looking at the younger generation and you start going, oh, they're not... And you realise the cycle is just starting again. We as a generation in some ways have missed opportunities to correct things in the world that we might have corrected. Some may have been corrected, but you, you, it, it just moves on constantly. There are more things that join us together. And in, the, in, in Watford, that is the thing that, that, that's there. What I would hate is for anybody, and I do mean anybody, to feel that they couldn't come in and be a part of it. When we last spoke to, to, to Dave Messenger, who is uh, the head of EDI, and I, I have every belief that he's doing this all with the best of intentions in terms of, as, as I said earlier on, he, he described it as, say, as saying he felt it was a continuation of the work that, that, that Elton and Graham did. People can disagree with that. That's fine. That's fine. But he was he felt it was a really good opportunity to come on and have a conversation about it because you don't just learn things simply by reading them. You you learn them by discussing, by finding out what other people think. And that's why I'm I would much rather Ron 
come on here and say, this is what I think, so that somebody like Gary here can come on and react to it and say, no, this is the reason. Because Ron might take something from that. You will take something from Ron's position that he had. We've just heard from Charlie, and the, the level of empathy that you can actually create and relate to is vital. The thing that I said to Dave, and it's on a podcast from about three months ago, I said, the one thing we're missing is some kind of festival, some kind of event that brings everybody together, both collectively and in the groups, because the people who are doing the people who are in these groups, they're not some they're not some kind of monstrous entity. They're just people who want to come to the football and they share other interests as well. And if you could do that, so you could bring that in, and you could we could meet any number of different groups and. God alone knows with what's going on in the world today, uh, people coming together to uh, bring some kind of unity based around their football club. Surely it, that, that's no bad thing that we all know there are more important things going on. Football has always been the most important of the unimportant things, but it's never been about, as we say here, it's never been about keeping that in perspective. So we come here and we talk about it and we laugh, we cry, we have gnashing of teeth, what have you. But we are all in this together. Because everybody who cheered today cheered for the same club. Everybody cheered for, for the same scorers and, and, and willed the team that frustrated us so much last week onto a result and a performance today that was great. Gary, sir, beautifully put. Thank you so much for coming on. We're, we're having a serious element today here, guys, which is unlike us because we, we do nothing but frippery and buggering about most of the time. But there are, maybe it's that time of, maybe it's that time of year where being philosophical and looking back and remembering those, maybe that brings something out in us. Absolutely. Gary, sir, lovely to hear from you. Lovely to hear from you. Now let's get on I saw him earlier on, Mr. Danny Iron. Let's let's get him on because we we did start to. People will remember, I am sure, that that Carl made a certain allegation about Becky of Danny and Becky fame with regards to mayonnaise and Chinese food. Now we saw Danny and Becky earlier, on, and I, I think it's fair to say, Danny, that uh, that Becky doesn't deny the uh, the mayonnaise allegations. No, she doesn't deny it, but she's insisted that she hasn't ate it for a long time. But I'm struggling to believe that. <laughs> Love it, excellent. This is a she return. Put a middle this, finger at me. She, put, she stuck a middle finger at me. This, this is a return to form. Well done, excellent, excellent. Yeah. Well done. The good news is that if you didn't know, Danny has already appeared on the on the World versus Carl once, and and I, I, I think metaphorically, you beat him up, <laughs> beat him to a pulp. Oh yeah. Five goals were scored from five questions, and and we're going to be recording some more World versus Carls. And bearing in mind, actually, don't say it too loud, but Carl. Paul's actually doing quite good. So what we're doing is we're rolling out the big guns, me and Justin, to make sure that we can drop him down a peg or two, but never mind. Anyway, talking about basically coming on and scoring five, see that segue? Wow, that was almost professional. No, we all know that wasn't the case. What did did you make it today? Nah, quality. We're not going to sit here and say, Rotherham, they were pretty average today, I've got to be honest. These kind of teams, this is what we need to be doing these teams. We need to be putting them to the sword. And in this game last season, we struggled and we only got a point. So it's good to see now that the teams we should be beating, we're putting them away. It's really good to see. And I've got to say, again, Livermore, since he came into the side, we're six unbeaten. Mm-hmm. Kiembe, good again. Semmer, quality as usual. Rayovic, put your ball in the box, he's going to score goals. You can't have any complaints today. It was brilliant. All, all round, brilliant. 
It's good stuff. Uh, obviously, we had the international break, and since the last international break, just as we go into another one, I think the whole season is being played in these little subsets of six games kind of thing going on. Yeah. But we're six unbeaten. Yes, it's three draws. Yes, they were uh, one or two of those you, you'd hope we'd have got a bit more from, and that's fair enough. We're always going to hope we've got more than, than we have done. How do you think, how do you feel we set up after the next international break, bearing in mind it's going to be a jump in the in the quality of opposition um, from, from what we've had? It's going to be tough. No, no questions asked. It's going to be tough. Um, but there's no reason why we can't get anything. It, it's the perfect way to go into that game, into the break. It's not ideal we've got another break. If we'd have played less than next week, we'd have been going in there a little bit confident. It, it's the perfect way. You can only be once in front of you. You can only win these kind of games. So it's going to be interesting to you know, see what team he picks. Does Batman come in? Hamer? Didn't do nothing wrong. He didn't really have a lot of saves to make, but I think that save he made with a free kick, and it was a really good save, I've got to be honest. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, there's not an awful lot of change, to be honest. We're going to have to, we're going to either have to hide the Leicester on their off game, or we're going to have to be, everyone's going to be on it. So it's going to be an interesting game, but there's no reason why we um, can't get something at Leicester. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. There we go. There we go. Um, just, just obviously, it's the it's the armistice day. Uh, you're our last caller today, so let, let, let's just ground that off. Obviously, the all of the stuff before the game, and obviously also at halftime. Good stuff. Yeah, it was quality. It was yeah, our club have always whatever you say about our club, they've always <laughs> done these kind of events. They've always done it to the best they can. That's one one part of the club that's made me proud to support. And the way they support these events. It, you have to go back to that. The the eighteen eighty one what they did against Millwall a few years ago. That was just that was on another level that was for me. So yeah, brilliant and hot when um by me was sung, that that was spine tingling. And again when the last place was playing, again it was yeah, the whole club brilliant. It was really well respected. You know, you've got to shut Luther Bliss, I think he was one that got to drive all that this week. So yeah, brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, and and I appreciate it, it might have escaped some people, but Abide With Me was, I presume, selected, obviously, because obviously because of it, it, its meaning, absolutely. But it also has a very profound Watford association because in the 84 FA Cup final, Elton John was brought to tears because obviously the culmination of a dream, but also actually just his favourite piece of music in that genre and what it meant. And he was absolutely brought to tears by that moment in 84 more than anything else it was it was really something so it was beautifully chosen it was beautifully poignant it was it was put together and there were echoes of the half time the parade going round to the yeah. NHS one if you remember the NHS one at the Aston yeah, Villa yeah. game when we all came back yeah, and yeah. it, it yeah, was not and, and a lot of the theme today has been about community trying to look for things that actually bring us together that people can relate to and I think the opportunity to we're not just saying thank you to the people who are walking there. It's symbolic. It is thank you to all of those people. And, and it's important for the lives of families of servicemen and those people who have served. Everybody will know. And some people have also, as I say, other people that, that, that they've lost in and around this time as well. So it's always particularly poignant. So there we go. There we go. So fi- final question then, because I yeah. often decide that I'm just going to put Danny into the Val hot seat, hot seat there. <laughs> but Backman is back for the next game. He's fit and ready. Do you stick with Hamer? No, sorry. Yes, I'm sticking with Hamer. I, I, I just think he's kept a clean sheet. Again, I'll say again, he didn't have an awful lot to do today. But when he did have to do stuff, he did it well. And I, you're saying, guys, you don't fix it. It's not broken. So I'll stick with Hamer. Very good. Sierra Alter is fit. Do you stick him in for Porteous? Or- That's the, I think, first half Porteous was a bit, 
shaky, but I think as the game went on, he grew into the game, and I thought, yeah, he assisted. Was it the third goal, Kiembe's goal? He did a yeah. brilliant run there, yeah. that goal. So I'll be tempted to stick with that as well. Again, it's not broken. Don't fix it. So no, I'll stick no. with it. this is good. You know where I'm going to go here. Who are you yeah. gonna Who are you gonna start against Leicester? Are you gonna start with uh, with Ryovic or Bio? Do you take nah, the, Ryovic, you... Ryovic all day long? All day long. Oh, there we go. Yeah. There we go. We we throw the questions at Danny, and he's already got the answers. He already knows. Oh, yeah. There's none of this me, Carl, or Justin kind of mumble, mumble, mumble. Think about it. He, he's straight there. He's straight there with the answers. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Excellent. But, and, and also, just on that today, it's proven today. If we get the ball in the box, that's what happens. You strike his score goals, and he scored two. Because got to be honest, apart from the apart from the goals he scored, didn't really have an awful lot in the game. But as a striker, you get judged on your goals, and he scored two today. He's in the right place at the right time. So happy days. Yeah. It, Ryovic, and we haven't really discussed it, but he, he, there was a bit in the second half where he got the ball into feet, he took it down and he passed it. And I was like, yeah. I, I was delighted because other than score, he just does nothing. Yeah, but <laughs> it's like Mila Kunis turning up to my door, delivering Chinese and spending the evening with me and me complaining that she didn't bring, I don't know, the mayonnaise for the for the food. Oh, what am I doing? What am I doing? That's, that segue doesn't work in any way, shape or form. <laughs> Never mind. Are, are you nearly back yet? We've literally just packed up, just look, got home. Let's look at this for the timing, yeah. everybody. This and, is what, uh, it's this, impeccable, it's impeccable. This is what we like to see. Anybody who's having a longer journey, do drive safe. Let's get into, let's get into, cheers, Danny. I'll send you a yeah, note mate. and we'll chat about Tuesday for, yeah, for the, awesome, world, the world versus Carl because we're rolling out the big guns. We really are. Just Justin and I basically have to. Otherwise, Carl will just be unfeasibly awful. You are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I find this illogical let's get to the five word reviews thank you everybody for uh, for your stuff maybe a different kind of chat tonight that's fine this goes wherever you want to take it and if you want to turn around and say no i don't think you should do that you are also absolutely equally able to say that there there was there was something before i get onto that there was something i saw stated by elon musk this week now i don't particularly like elon musk particularly one because he twitter can go a little bit uh, squirrely because of bit since since he's taken over and put everything on on pause but he turned around and he said about free speech and he said the thing with free speech is that it doesn't really mean anything until people you don't like are able to say things you don't like to hear but that you listen and all we ask you guys to do is listen, you don't have to agree with it. You don't have to agree with anything we say. Christ knows, not with what we say. But anybody that says, that's fine. Next time you come on and tell us what you think if you want to, or tell us in the five words. There's a segue. We go to them. We go to them. Ray Badrick. Hey, Ray, says best performance this season. Nice. Brian Edwards, they were shit. We won. Brian's always very frugal, very useful with those words. Dave Lavender, let's not get carried away. No, we have said at all times. It was Rotherham. They were not good. A couple of players I like in there, but there we go. Colin Smith says, left foot Lenny makes right foot attempt. Colin Smith also says, one, two, three, four, five. That's good. I like that. Ben Pegram. Ah, it's Yao Pegram. Always good. Daughter's first game. She's coming back. I'm even going to let you go for that sixth word. Brilliant. Simon Parkins. Hey, Simon. Waved at you today, but didn't get us to come over and say hello. Does little more than score. You know who? I think we do. I think we do. Pete Ryan says, Watford discovered decent rhythm section. Carl Campion, five-star performance, no complaints. Duncan Ryovic, Ryovic, KMB, Ince, Martins. Very good. That's very good indeed. So good that Brian Edwards is immediately, well, after an hour or so, copied immediately the same thing. He's also said, Hoot Captain every week, please. Yeah, it was interesting because we said about... Maybe should Livermore be the captain? And in some ways, 
he is, but doesn't need the armband. We were talking about captains the other week, and Pete Vincham said, you need captains all over the pitch. You need leaders everywhere. There's only one armband. No reason you can't be a leader. And I think that's what we're starting to see from Livermore. He seems to be settling, and we seem to be quite quite reasonably okay with that. Mikey Abraham says, Ryovich scores every 111 minutes. <laughs> but metronomic almost. Gary, we heard him earlier on, six unbeaten with Livermore starting. There you go. There's a big difference. John Parslow, happy Hornets, hammer, hopeless Millers. John, I hope today went okay. It, it Yeah, enough. Paul Fiander-Turner says, quick crosses make easy goals. Jimmy Pesto, I just can't get enough. Yes, that was nice to sing at the end. Carl Campion, did Justin enjoy the fifth goal? No, Carl, because he went. He went early because he had a family function to go to. Part-timer, that's all I'm saying. Gary's back again. Wendover should be a coach. Called proper wingers weeks ago. Yeah, absolutely. Carbs, hey, Carbs says, who needs Imran Loser anyway? Cole Campion, Morris not needed for cesspit. <laughs> there you go, everybody. Everybody was wondering when the cesspit comment was coming in. Soon was the answer. Louis Sashira said, five. We scored five. James DJ, I'm in shock. John Parsler back again. 12 from six promotion form. Oh, God, don't say things like that. Jane Kearney wins against the bottom three. Silgerman, a walk in the King Semmer Park. Yeah, yeah. I sense some Swedish influence there. Quite right, too. Uh, Gareth Kingswood Hornet says, pretty poor oppo put away. Yeah, that's all we could do to them today. That's all we could hope for. Peter Lee says, six unbeaten since Manga left. That's a good point. Maybe it's not Jake Livermore. Maybe it's getting rid of... Oh, who knows? Vacuum Bio says, we are still pisso out. I, we may have had some good news earlier on, if that's the way you're inclined. Who knows? Mark Noley says, play like that against Leicester. Alan Lathwell who knows Leicester very well, says, in Cheshire, grinning like a... Oh, very good. That's very good. I like the way you set that up. I like all, everything about that. Oh, vacuum bio back again. Stung by the hornets. Ian Bacon. Even uncle can't complain. Surely? <laughs> Question mark. Willie Eckers like, hello, Ken, says, six unbeaten, bring on Leicester. Natasha Wright, home win warms the heart. Fazan, oh, Fazana Chowdhury. Oh, this is good. Hold on, hang on. Let's have a look at this. One, two, three, four, five. Once I caught a fish alive, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Then I let it go again. We go again. Oh, look at this. Utilising the poetry, the poetry exception to the five words. Fazana, brilliant. Honestly, you should you should work in radio. Oh, yes, you do. Hazel, hello, Hazel. Lovely to see you earlier on. Looked like they enjoyed themselves, she says. Steve Potso out says, Rotherham are absolute dog shit, as opposed to the bit that's a bit dog shit. This is absolutely the case, apparently. Alan Tarrant says, quick attacking play wins games. Uncle uh, Ron says, big brother is watching you. Not you anymore. If you've been, if you've been blocked, they're... That's one thing they're not doing, I think, isn't it? Ryan Cripp says, we are staying up. Sorry, we are, say, we are staying up. Dr. Dickie Sutton gives us five exclamation marks. Dr. Dickie Sutton appearing on The World versus Carl coming to you soon. And, and... Goat makes an appearance. That's all I'm saying. Edward Hayter. Hey, Ed, says, amazing what stability can bring. Harry, HJ Glucks, 95, says, looked coached, better movement? Come on, you horns. What for fan relegation trust? Valerian says, very happy. And then there's there's some hornets, emojis. Emojis are nice and free things in the Five World Review. Alan WFC says, Livermore should be our captain. We're back to that again. It's five, just love it, says we're all hornets, Steve. Alan Ray, all hail King Ken Semmer. All hail, I like that. We don't use all hail very much, do we? We need to do, that's good. Jimbo Halasa says, encouraging, it is Rotherham though. Yes, we are keeping feet on the ground, but hey, we're going into the international break. If we'd have got a draw, it has still been six unbeaten. 
but this is a much nicer six unbeaten than had we drawn. So there we go. Hillary Dillery Dockett says five points from playoffs. Really? Oh, I haven't looked at the league table yet. Blimey. Softail says one, two, three, four, five. We're seeing this a lot. People like a theme. Go for it. Vince Smith says five nil, zero atmosphere. Now, Don Pizder, we've been talking about, about prejudice and isms. He says KKK. Ken, Kayembi, and Kobe. That's a relief. I thought that was going somewhere very different. Well done. Peter Johnson says five, and I feel alive. PB Barnsley 007 says keep Backman out of the team. Dylan Shaw winning 5-0 saves another sacking. Simon Warford FC says great to be entertained at last. Terry, that was a nice surprise. Rob Sterry, we heard from him earlier on from Atlanta, where the weather isn't good, saying amazing when you go direct. Chris Taufer says, I really fucking needed that. Well done, Chris. That's the that's what we're looking for. That's what we're looking for. Dame Croxley Green says, excellent call from Uncle Ron. Ian Greaves, a word for each goal. Stuart Roberts, great result. Bring on Leicester. Louis Tenscombe, stewards in rookery, another disaster. Yes, we heard from, from Carl earlier on. We'll see what becomes of that. I don't know too much about it, but, but we will see. Lindsay, 89767941, says, unbloody believable. Excellent use. That's one word split into five. Excellent use of hyphens. I, I don't think we do enough with hyphens in this thing. Uh, Alan C, lots of goals at last. Say we like that. Sean Walsh, IKMB. Yes, absolutely. If you haven't gone and looked at it today, uh, badly drawn Watford, who is simply a joy, um, did did a did a fantastic one this morning, and it was KMB. And to be honest with you, when you find out it's KMB, you go. That actually looks like Kayembe. I I think badly drawn Watford is just adding to his game every single time. He's a little bit like Jake Livermore in that particular way. Ron went quiet after two, says TJ2626. Harrow Hornet says Healy has been found. Dame Crossy going back again. Gestapo masquerading as club stewards. Skylar Rose, brilliant performance. Rotherham were dog shit. Bankman was absent with concussion. Probably knocked himself out in training coming for a cross where he isn't used to coming off his line. Good performance today. Two weeks now to rest up. Well done. Well done. I do the fact that Skylar refuses to go onto the long forms, but does but basically just does it in the five words. Well done. I'm very pleased with that. And Ted Crilly finishes off with a theme of one, two, three, four, and indeed five. Very good. Let's get on to the long forms and then let everybody get out for the evening. Hold on a second. Let's have a look. Brian Edwards, two steps from hell. Heart of courage plays and we win. Very good. Paul Fiander Turner. Quick crosses made all the difference. At one point, all of our players were playing the Anthony Magnum step over challenge. Once they stopped it, was bish bash bosh job done. I like that. Dr. Dickie Sutton. Oh, I like this. Good. Let's read this. Can we please get back to talking about the game rather than Roop trying to justify something he's said or done? No one cares. Understood, Dickie. Thank you. No problem with you having that call on it. Absolutely fine. Paul Fiander Turner also then adds, also, the six kids in the EJ stand singing during the second half on their own. Those last two were for them. Fair play. They really put effort in on their own. So there was some proper close harmony singing, it sounds like. This is exciting. Mikey Abraham says, lowest miles per game in the league, at least for anyone that scored over six. What's this? Let's have a look at this. We've got something here. What's this? What, what, what does this mean? Oh, I see. Oh, that minutes per game. I nearly said miles per gallon there, didn't I? What an idiot I am. Oh, Justin's on now. There we go. Hamer's quick distribution from held possession, a refreshing change from Backman's 
ponderous waiting. Dr. Zicky Sutton back again. Cross the ball and the nine scores. Not rocket science, is it? No, Colin Smith, Peter Bio. Will he take it round the keeper or will he put it in the stand? Methinks both, Pete. Both. Yes, he did. He did. And that was just the one game in Cardiff. Louis Tashira, a much needed convincing win today. Played well, scored some good goals and left us all very happy. Thought Semmer and Kayembe played really well in particular. A good result ahead of some trickier fixtures. On to Leicester. Hannah Louise says, oh, hello, Hannah, says that means Mal can take his daughter to a match instead. Yes, yes, absolutely. There is now a free a free place where previously Mike was sat. You can now come down. Gary mentions a big shout out to Badly Drawn Watford for the excellent drawing this morning. It's brilliant. Mal's there. Great meeting you all today. Melanie says straight white aged, sorry, straight white middle aged man has never noticed experienced racism, misogyny, homophobia at a football match. I'm going to I'm going to finish with that one in a minute, if that's all right, Melanie, because I, I, I want to make a point just from this. She also says, thank you, Gary. One hundred percent correct on the inclusivity of the club. Nice. Matt Kirshen says, I'd be a little wary of our club being bought by people who just deleted a fully completed and apparently very good star studded 72 million dollar movie for the sake of a tax write off. Oh, oh. Who's that? Do we know who it is then? Uh, Let me read that through again. I'd be very wary of our club being bought by people who just deleted a fully completed and apparently very good star-studded $72 million movie. So this makes it a film studio of some kind, Disney or or Warner, or Warner Brothers. We, we, John and I mentioned that before. Oh, Dunny, Peter, I loved your comments about WoW and single mothers taking their kids to football. Thank you. And I appreciate, I didn't mean to come out and say, oh, I didn't like WoW in the first place, but it was my issue. It was my problem. And it was me looking at it going, really, do we? How do we? And completely missing the reason which was very personal to me as to why actually it could be a very good thing. And there are other reasons why people will have that to boot. And that was just using them as a, as an example. Um, it was very nice at the, from the rookery end meeting, being able to meet Kate. She's very nice. She's very lovely. No problem with that at all. Brilliant. Let's finish with what Melanie just said there. Straight white middle-aged man has never noticed experienced racism, misogyny, homophobia at a football match. Now in the nineties, people will know that I, started football coaching and I started football coaching with my with my nephew but it was nephew by marriage on my brother's side so my brother's nephew by marriage and his team they played down at at Watford Fields which you'll I'm sure you might know and it was a club called Riverside AFC the chairman of the club was a gentleman called Martin Sawyer his wife was Sue Sawyer. They were today there for the military appreciation, shall we say, uh, of Armistice Day. Their son was a, a, a young lad called Tom Sawyer. You'll now know Tom Sawyer way. Um, I think he was probably about 15, maybe 16, when I was coaching down there. And he would come down and um, he was also looking to coach. And he came down to watch me coach. And I'd go all over the country watching decent coaches so that I could hopefully be halfway, not awful. And he would come down there and a more vibrant, full of life individual you would never come across. I didn't know him as Charlie did through his kind of desire for the military. I just knew his love for football. And obviously his passing affected everybody. And obviously heart goes out to his parents and and his sister as well. So I knew of them at the time. Getting back to my, my nephew, he is of mixed race. And I was coaching his team, got to know him, obviously a bit better than we had known before. He came from a, he came from a, a, basically a split family, as did I, as you've heard already. 
And so I just, do you want to come to the football? Jamie, he is an Arsenal fan. But obviously he didn't get to go to a lot of games because anybody who knows anything about single parent families know that the logistics that I just described, sometimes these things are harder to be done. Financially, it's harder to be done. But here I was, mid mid to late 20s, whatever, and just said, yeah, of course you can come along. We were, this was the mid 90s. We were bloody awful. This was in kind of the Glen Roder kind of time. And I took him along and it never occurred to me because I had never tuned in to any wavelength with regard to racism in any way, shape or form until I was responsible for my nephew taking him into the ground, a ground that I'd gone into hundreds and hundreds of times already. And I walked in and I suddenly tuned into a different wavelength. Suddenly I was aware in the mid nineties that actually somebody might call somebody, oh crikey, I don't know, a C word or an F word but please don't put the prefix of you black so-and-so. That was my fear. That was how I was going. And I was suddenly tuning in. I had never picked it up before. And it's my bad for not knowing that. It just tuned me in and made me realize that I hadn't been, I hadn't walked a mile in other people's shoes. It never happened. Nothing ever materialized. It was the safe environment. That it was, but suddenly my awareness of, of what was going on and my appreciation of how somebody else felt went through the roof and I had an appreciation. And so when Melanie turns around and says, straight white middle-aged man, never experienced racism, misogyny, homophobia at a football match, because we sometimes we're not tuned in. Many of you might be. This may just be me sitting there going, no, I'm as shallow as you expect, Right. Absolutely. But in this particular instance, and it's, as I say, it's very personal, I was aware of it. Did it happen? No. Watford was the club that I am joyful that it is. The last time we got Dave on, he gave us the the details about the WE campaign. They're all going in the right direction. They're all much further down. The racist items related in the main to the G word being used at the Luton game, which was obviously something that had changed. Language evolves. Otherwise, we'd all talk like we're in Shakespeare, but we don't. It evolves. And that's something that there's new. So that would come down further still. We do, and it has to be remembered that we work, uh, we, we work and play and enjoy a wonderful club. It's right that we should try to get into the mindset of those other people as well, exactly as, as Gary said. And hopefully if we can just think about those things that combine us, that that connect us, and that we can relate to. Hopefully that might help everybody do that bit better. Maybe hopefully putting things across as when we talked earlier on, hopefully be that bit kinder and hopefully appreciative of, of what it is. Doesn't mean that your opinion has to change about any of this. This isn't this is a football phone in thing because we all love Watford. We have no pretensions of grandeur in that respect it's just here so that you can have the conversation if you wish to and melanie thank you for put adding your bits in there because it adds to it it adds to the fact that hopefully we can relate to one another so there we go It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? 
at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.